My name is Sean Peel. DK Lee. This is uh, Getting Past Subtitles. We try to bring you everything Asian movies, discover and discuss. And um, this time around, it's uh, family dramas, actually. Yes. So, uh, an interesting little dive. This is the second movie. Yes. And uh, My second movie. Yeah, our second movie. <laughs> it just followed this new trend of, like, Lee first and then me. Yeah, it's been like he that He tends for... to pick the old stuff. No, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, look, I tend to look to the past. I think Sean kind of looks to the future a little bit more. <laughs> it's an art in history. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um... We did, um, what was it? A Time, uh, a time to, live. to Live and A Time to Die. Yeah, so in the 80s, and then now we're in 08 with Tokyo Sonata. And uh, this is also definitely a family drama. No, oh, <laughs> yes. For sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. So far, we're, we're pretty consistent with this. You know, we were a little worried in the beginning, yeah. but I think we're hitting it on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, any first things, like, off your chest? Oh. Um. uh I was pleasantly surprised by this film. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It wasn't, I too was like, this wasn't what I necessarily expected yeah. from this kind of movie. Yeah. There are many little moments, I think, that really kind of made me uh, constantly engaged in the film. Mm. And just, uh, I think I think it was well written in the sense that you never really know what ha- what happens next, kind of, you know? Yeah. You're not really sure what's going to happen next, and I think that was um, a testament to the writing. Mm. But yeah, that's my first, I guess, little impression of, <laughs> of this film. Yeah, um, what a movie, I guess is what I have to say. Yeah? It, um, in the way of, like, it steered my expectation, like, off course. Mm. And um, I have a question for it, too, later on, but, like, yeah. one of them is just, like, at what point did you pull back and, re- and just ask, how did I, we get here? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> right? It, it has a very subtle yes. like, movement towards um, yes. unraveling and dismantling of the family. Mm-hmm. That's very, like... It's like a weird descent into chaos kind yeah. of thing, but But it's subtle. so subtle that, like, you're like, what just happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't realize how crazy it is yeah, until you, want... you have a pullback moment. And you just kind of feel like, am I... Am I watching a movie or like am I watching like a, a play or like a, a yeah. some kind of like experimental drama? Yeah. or like I don't know. Yeah, like it just kind of like fades or dissolves into this other kind of thing at yeah. the end. Yeah. And I was very like kind of confused mm-hmm. but like enjoying the moment and the, yeah. and the process. I think it's like because it's really normal in the beginning, right? Very normal. Um, and so it, it, it sticks to a genre, you can say. You know, yeah. it sticks to very, it sticks to convention really yeah. well in the beginning. Yeah. And it just is like, you know, as a movie. And then by, who like, further down the line, like, genre has left <laughs> the yeah. station. And then it, the movie is completely unconventional. Yeah. And then it's, you're just wondering, what am I watching at this yeah. point, you know? Funny enough, I think if I can kind of see a little bit of comparison to, like, Parasite, in the mm. sense of like, if they went a little more crazy, <laughs> they could have gone into parasite territory. I feel like, Maybe. like within the family dynamics and like, and just like mm. even, even like if they kind of tweaked it and and made the characters act a little bit more, uh, yeah, more like sociopathical. Yeah, 
if, yeah, if there was a Korean flair to this, movie, <laughs> it would have become right, something right. a little bit more in, akin to uh, Parasite. But uh, you can definitely feel the Japanese um, influence. I think the culture and the mm. and the style. Yep. In this film, and and it was really well done in the sense that like you can f- you can really feel and understand kind of the dynamic mm-hmm. that goes on in that family. Yeah. And just how Japanese they are, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like like I said in the beginning, it's so normal in the beginning and yeah. it really takes you into, like establishes the family really well, mm-hmm. like you said, and, and you kind of understand the that unit and like yeah. kind of everybody's role, you can say, in the family. Right. And then just it, it constantly just like picks apart it and then just completely dismantles the entire family by the end. Yeah. And so it's like just no more family unit just like yeah. that kind of traditional sense of gone by the end um so what did we watch because this just sounds like madness to anybody who's pitching in well hopefully they watched hopefully it you well. watched it <laughs> <laughs> mad spoilers ahead as usual um so this was directed by uh karasawa kyoshi yep um in 2008 um so why don't you tell us what kind of the plot is sure Structured um, up. So the beginning, it starts off with the father of the family and we start at his workplace and basically he gets laid off. And so he has no more, no more job, but uh, he can't really tell his family or, or his um, wife because he feels kind of shameful or he has a feeling of like, you know, a duty to, you know support the family and take care of the family. But since he lost his job, he kind of feels like he's let them down. So he doesn't want to tell them. So he basically doesn't tell them and acts like he's working there. And he, every day he acts like he's, you know, going to work, but then he's actually, you know, in the park, um, getting free food from the, uh, homeless. Like, I'm not sure exactly what they're, but like, they're kind of like the, um, people who take care of the homeless or like people who, you know, need food and they always come out and they get food. So, he goes on online and and he you know gets food, and he goes to the uh, un- unemployment like like um, support center and mm-hmm. he tries to find a job there, but he kind of fails at that too. And then in the midst of that, he uh, meets like a, a old friend yeah. who also lost his job <laughs> and who also acts like he hasn't lost a job um, because you know he also has a family and he doesn't want to you know fail them. Mm. And so they they kind of become this duo, and they just go around unemployment um, bros, yeah. For life. And uh, yeah, so that happens, and then they're kind of you know wandering around, and then later on, um, the father, who's a Sasaki, right? Yep. yep. He um, he um, hears that the friend um, kills himself mm. and his wife in a dual suicide. Yeah. Um, because of that. And so after that point, I think um, everything kind of starts really unraveling. Right. And, and um, Sasaki finds a job um, as a cleaner at a mall. Mm. And um, so, so it's, it's really, if I'm just going through one person, it's kind of hard because like there's so many different threads that yeah. go, go along with this. So like while that's happening. <laughs> like, I think like, well, like right, like we just stepped into kind of like the family in total kind of area because yeah. that's I think right when um, his friend um, starts something uh, Kuroso when Kuroso uh, dies I think 
than everybody else in the family, like the it starts to get more interesting with them. Right. They kind of take a backseat before that. Right. I mean, like Kenji, his son, his yeah. younger son, he, you know, he kind of is a troublemaker at school and like he mm-hmm. has problems with the teacher and he like, you know, calls the teacher out and like embarrasses him. So the whole whole like classroom is like like <laughs> revolution. Like we can we can overthrow the teacher kind of thing. Well, Kenji kind of is like, I don't really care Oops. about that. Yeah. But then um, he takes an interest in playing piano. But then the, his father, you know, he's so caught up in, in his job and losing his job that he just needs to maintain this like um, facade of authority. Right. And so he's trying to, you know, when, when Kenji says, can I, you know, learn the piano? He says, no. Mm. And so, you know, he's that typical father who's very like stern and like. You can't of, do anything. You know, reining everyone in kind of thing. Right. And since since he lost his job, he's even more on edge. Right. And so, yeah, that's kind of Kenji's like thread mm-hmm. where he uh, tries to learn piano. But since his father says no, he uh, uses the uh, lunch money that he gets every month to uh, secretly pay for piano lessons where um, I guess there's a neighborhood, some teacher some, who happens to yeah. be there and <laughs> she learns from her. And also there's um, the older son, who's also kind of uh, a rebel in a certain sense. Sure. Where he just kind of goes out, um, he kind of comes home late, and he um, kind of has no purpose in life. And I think mm. um, what he's trying to do is he's trying to find some kind of purpose and some kind of reason to live. Mm. And so that also clashes with his father again. And so in the end, he decides to uh, go to the military, um, but the American military, and he feels like he can um, live a good life or live a life, you know, kind purposeful. of purpose of a life right. yeah, by enlisting in the army. And the wife also has uh, an interesting uh, uh, roller coaster <laughs> of, uh, a, the wife. of a life. <laughs> um, Mrs. Sasaki-san. Yeah, she mm-hmm. seems very sweet and very, she is very sweet. And yeah. she lives a very typical housewife kind of mm-hmm. um, life. Yeah. Um, but then um, things slowly start to deteriorate as she finds out um like she's walking around and she sees um, Sasaki um, on the line, the food line in yeah. the park. And so when she realizes that, you know, he lost his job, she also kind, kind of um, falls into this uh, <laughs> rabbit hole of <laughs> what is weird. I think, I think she has the weirdest uh, yeah, like- yeah, segment or, you know, scenes. Um, but yeah, she also, um, you know, is trying to, you know, maintain um, this family unit, like trying to hold. I think she really is the glue that tries to hold everything together. And she is definitely um, so much sweeter to um, the children and tries to kind of take their side and, mm-hmm. and is actually able to communicate with them. Um, and is trying to mend things together. But the relationship between the father and the mother is kind of a <laughs> kind of aloof, um, to say the least. And so, um, so yeah. Uh, she finds out and like because of all these household things like um, the problems with the children and the father she also is like why are you like getting mad at them why are you hitting them and like yeah. you know um, things happen right and then <laughs> shit hits the fan yeah <laughs> things, just things all go wrong right <laughs> and um, she's like at home 
And then all of a sudden, <laughs> some robber comes out of nowhere <laughs> and like he takes her hostage and yeah. like and like she ends up going through this weird like adventure. Um, adventure. <laughs> right, right. That's a kind of weird way to say it, but it is an adventure that she yeah. goes on to kind of like um wonder about the meaning of her life and wonder about if she can kind of uh start over again mm-hmm. is i think the wording that they used yeah. but um yeah she basically um gets a car and she drives around <laughs> and she uh drives around with the robber and they kind of um begin to understand each other in a certain sense because the yeah. robber is unable to uh, steal the ha- uh, steal um from her right and and also she kind of realizes you know like He's not the best at this. And also she realizes like she's not in the best of position as well. Yeah. And she can kind of relate to that failure, mm-hmm. I guess, in a certain sense. And so she goes along with him. And then they end up at a like a beach or like the seaside. Yeah. And uh, weird things happen. <laughs> but then, yeah. Weird things happen. And so after that, um, basically. Um, like really at the same time as that. Is like peak, I guess, descent kind of, you yeah. can say. Like, that's when everybody kind of is at their peak of failure. Yeah. So, yeah. like, Kenji, like, um, he was trying to, like, escape. He's trying to, like, um, run away. Right. And he gets <clears throat> caught um, by the uh, bus <laughs> ticketing people. And basically, he goes to jail. But then the people, uh, you know, just uh, lets him go at the end. Right. And so he comes back home. Um, the wife, what I told you, like he, she goes to the seaside, and then in the morning she comes back home. Mm. The uh, the husband, <laughs> he gets hit by a he. So so what happens is at the mall he's like cleaning and he finds like a bag of money, right. or like a, a envelope of money, mm. and he he has this um, moral quandary of like should I you know keep it or should I take it? And like while he's like like trying to run away. He meets his wife for a split second, but after seeing her, he runs away. Yeah. And as he's running away, like... To God knows where. <laughs> yeah. To God knows... Literally, to God knows where. He... It becomes nighttime, and, like, he basically gets hit by a car. Yeah. And then in the morning, he comes back home. Yeah. And then they all come together. And he doesn't keep the money. He put, no, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He puts it in a literal lost and found in the middle of the city. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like somebody's gonna give like, that back to you know. Might as well just keep it at that point, man. It looked like a salvation, like army. <laughs> yeah, like thing. the clothing. Like, yeah, just throw it in there. Clothing box thing. Anyway, so all the family they come back together in the yeah. house that you know was just like this, basically just like mm-hmm. except for the um the oldest son. Right, uh, the oldest son is you know out of the picture. Yeah, He's basically in. I guess the Middle East because he yeah, gets like, uh, enlisted in the He gets enlisted army. into the American army and then they basically go to war in the Middle East, yep. wherever. And then they said that, like, it kind of plays on the news that, like, then they um, decide to bring the troops back home, essentially. Yep. Um, especially the ones from, from Japan, mm-hmm. from which uh, Takagi volunteered for. But Takagi sends a letter home and saying, He's actually, I'm going to be a terrorist now. Well, I'm not sure if that was the implication. I, it was to me that was a pretty hard implication. He was like, he said, I figured out that America is not the only one who's right, and that 
he says like they those people or like he doesn't say it specifically right, but he's it's, trying to understand them better exactly basically like the people of the middle east essentially like right. the other side he's fighting well I, I mean i don't think that means he's gonna become a terrorist though well he was like he's gonna help them and be and stay with them and kind of understand right, them right yeah but it could just be the people who are living there not necessarily could like be, but i'm gonna become knows? a terrorist who knows because like, the implication there wasn't really like that so I don't know. I just took it to hardcore. Yeah, you you kind of like <laughs> he's like went, ran with that AWOL. one. Yeah, I don't think he went AWOL. That's what I think. Because mm. like I don't think he would be that casually just sending letters in. Right, right. I mean, technically, you would. I'm pretty sure you would have went AWOL, but it's yeah, there would be big problems if he went AWOL. I don't think right. he can just send letters like that. But anyways, um, um, that's what happened to the older son, and so. They all come back together um, in the morning and they just act like nothing happened and they just <laughs> eat together. Yeah. And basically, um, four months later... The piano um, scene. Yeah. Um, Kenji has this uh, audition for um, going into like conservatory, basically, for mm-hmm. um, piano. And so um, the parents come to the uh, audition and they watch and they just kind of... Um, bask themselves in the beautiful music yep. and kind of have, I guess, uh, maybe, I guess it's up to interpretation, but for me, I interpret it as them kind of coming to a realization of just um, being a family in sure. a certain sense or <clears throat> or um, just um, learning to appreciate life in a certain sense or maybe, right. uh, you know, being happy or being thankful for what they have and kind of seeing Kenji playing so well and seeing all these people like surrounding him <laughs> and they just kind of come off like nothing well, happened it's yeah. just like whatever <laughs> but I think in that I think there is a certain kind of uh, like togetherness and purpose that they kind of find there right, right. which I think was a very fitting ending mm-hmm. this film yeah it's uh, it was a pretty interesting ending yeah. and it is pretty fitting. Um, I I try to look up like some interviews with Kurosawa and um, just get like some insight on the movie. Um, but like what he was saying is um, near the end of the movie, kind of once everybody is back home into a family again, everybody once they're like at their their lowest uh, before coming home, they kind of all have the realization of. Just like, oh, wanting to start over, yeah. basically, you know? They uh, all want, want yeah, to, yeah. They all kind of want to reset their lives and pretty much just start over and, and swipe blank. Because everything that happens before just goes to wreck, yeah. essentially. Um, and so everybody comes home and they do act like sort of nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Or, and it's a very, like, backseat kind of quietness yeah. between them. Um, but with like a newfound appreciation of, you know, again, wanting to start over and kind of pushing past what happened and then just accepting kind of new things. And I think Kenji's recital or like his audition is a very good like representation of that, you know? Yeah, like turning over a new leaf kind of thing. Right, right. You know, after, even like especially his arc and like after how the entire family interpreted it and reacted to it as well. Yeah. So it definitely kind of drove that point home as well. Mm-hmm. And it's very like... And besides just kind of that um, analysis, just like the scene itself is, it's so weird going from like the weird, like mad craziness that happens a scene before and then to go into that audition and it's just like... Tranquility. Yeah, just like the (laughs) most peaceful, like quiet, like 
the shots are not like not movement like they're just still yeah. like you it's just that one wide shot of kenji like and then playing just the reverse you know pov of the parents just watching it yeah like you know the casual cutaways of like the the teacher and yeah. other people but it's just like all pretty still and like the entire song plays out too in yeah. that thing so it's pretty like interesting in, in a weird kind of calming way you yeah, know i think the pacing of the film was really well done yeah in the sense that like you can really feel it ramp up and, and when it ramps up mm. after the climax you have this moment of peace yeah it's like one big like it gives you a breather yeah in a way kind yeah. of like like uh the whole movie is a kind of a musical piece you know right right yeah yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah um yeah it's like it's just like kind of running a marathon in a way mm. just kind of goes up in this little hill uh how do you want to go about this <laughs> kind of you want to break down like the movie it's very i would say like the structure of the movie is very like again kind of like a hill yeah and you it's very like we said subtle in the beginning and you don't find yourself like you don't kind of realize what's going on until like you kind of have to pull back in a way um, and it's a very like casual descent and then like a, a decline, yeah. but it's a very kind of moment to moment movie, yeah. movie, you know? So I just enjoyed, um, the different threads, I mm. think, and how, um, they're all individual. Right. Right. But then they all intertwine at points. Mm. And I think that was really enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Um, seeing the different moments of realizations of different characters, especially like, the mother finding out about the father um, being unemployed or like the mother finding out about um, Kenji playing piano or, you know, like all these little moments that, um, that intertwine while like there are also moments where um, different family members kind of have their own kind of, um, you know, thread um, in the film as well, where it's only about them. Or, mm-hmm. like, it's only about um, what they're doing. Right, and right. I think that kind of um, accentuates the uh, feeling of them having their own secret mm-hmm. and them having their own lives. Okay. Where, like, Kenji, you know, nobody knows that he's playing piano until, you know, the um, the piano teacher sends a letter to the house. Yeah. And so, like, he has his own secret. The wife... Um, has her own secret when you know the robber comes and like she yeah. goes on this weird adventure <laughs> where she finally gets to use the driver license she uh <laughs> she got and yeah. she rides that uh that convertible car that she was looking at at the car dealer before and all these different little things that kind of come together mm. um, it's definitely and, a huge like it's a very surprising like payoff kind of movie as well yeah and the son, I mean, the son's, the older son is kind of like the least, um, like Probably. there, but yeah, right. it's interesting because he's kind of there in the air. Like he's just like, every time the TV comes on, every time the news comes on, like yeah. you can kind of feel his presence through the, um, news of like, um, like the American, like army like doing stuff or like mm. you know them going to war like they talking they're talking about this in the news and so through that you kind of have the presence of the older son yeah even before that like he's a very like takashi's character is just um a word of mouth uh i say takashi but it's takashi um he's very like 
word of mouth character. Like his presence is always there. Yeah. Even when he is home, we don't really see him because he's never home. And the father's always like, "Where's Takashi? Where's Takashi?" Yeah. He's like, "Oh, he went to work." Or, oh, yeah. blah, blah, you know. So, and we do see him. It's just these very small glimpses of him, you know. Yeah. So like it kind of like um, it kind of um, like accentuates the fact of him being maybe the most distant family member. Yeah. You know, uh, compared to everybody else. Where he's like, he's part of the family, but he's hardly there and he hardly communicates with anybody, you know, and he springs up the wanting to enlist out of the blue. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't even really ask them for permission. He's just like, sign this. Or else I'm going to have some organization. Exactly. He's like, where I, I've got other people to do it for me, but yeah. do this, please. <laughs> so. And also Sasaki has his own, you know, little secret, obviously. Right, right. His unemployment. Yeah, I think the like the dynamics of that itself was pretty interesting. Just of yeah. once everybody, I mean, everybody has their own secrets, but um, like that thread is once everybody is home, like that's when everybody is under the same roof and in the same scene, you know. Yeah. And even like we understand each's character um, in their own lives, but then seeing like their facade together and right. it, it, like it's interesting how they play out and how far they're going to kind of lie to each other and yeah. how smoothly they can do it. And, you know, like the mother, we find out pretty, pretty relatively early on that the mom knows about her husband's, um, unemployment. Yeah. But yet a few scenes up until like the son, uh, Takashi leaves, she acts like nothing. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't, um, like she's never even seen and it. Not you know? until, um, the father like berates um, the youngest son for playing piano. Right, right. And like he like starts hitting him and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, before that, when Takashi leaves, and he's like, he he gets mad at him for wanting to join the American military. Yeah. And he walks out, and the mom's like, "Well, I've known about." She says it to him there. Isn't it? Isn't it at the piano scene? Um, but that the piano scene is after. Right. Yeah. I thought he, she says it there. Uh before yeah. that, when Takashi leaves. Oh. Yeah. Um. I think it's brought up again after the fact in that one with the piano with Kenji. Yeah. But she says it, she brings it up because then he's like, I have to be the father and I have to, yeah, yeah. you know, stand up for, yeah. you know, but she's like, screw your, you know, screw, screw your, your father. Yeah, yeah. Screw your authority. Um, so it's pretty, and it's funny that they don't tell Kenji either. Like Kenji is kind of in the dark with that as well. Yeah. Which is understandable, but it's, just, it's a funny thing to see. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think since he's a kid, mm-hmm. I think the parents are like, maybe he doesn't really need to know this. <laughs> right. But it was, I think what's interesting, though, is um, his friend, uh, his his friend who also lost the job, I feel like the daughter, um, his, his daughter knew. Right. Yeah. Which is why I think when, when he was like um, washing his face in mm-hmm. the bathroom and he like, she was like, oh, it must be hard for you. <laughs> and I don't know if I don't know exactly the meaning of what she meant there. It's, a, it it's like, pretty complicated, yeah. Maybe it was like, uh, it must be hard for you to lie at, in the house. <laughs> like straight, like just yeah, right in front. Just BS all of us. Yeah, like right in there. front of the family, in front right. of the wife, in front of, you know, the daughter. Mm-hmm. And like she's just like calling him out on that maybe. Yeah. Because like when when he goes to um, maybe, I think it's like the funeral area. Like she comes out with some other man and, mm. and she like stares at him. Yeah. She gives him kind of a nasty stare. <laughs> and I just kind of have maybe an inkling that maybe he's kind of like, she's kind of also, in a in a certain sense, like, 
blaming him in a certain sense of like, sure. why didn't you kind of do something for my dad? You know, kind mm-hmm. of stop him from doing that, maybe. Well, I mean, that's just like, you know, speculating. Right. But I think there's I mean, I kind of felt a little differently, but at the same time, it's I don't really know how how to feel about it, because mm-hmm. like the daughter and that response and that scene is just so up in the air. And yeah. for so many, like it's purposely done that way, right? Obviously, and it's hard for me to like pinpoint on you know maybe what its intent is, just because like the line is so ambiguous and it could mm-hmm. mean so many things. But like, like she also like stares at him, yeah. Like after I, she comes out, but the, to me like that exchange wasn't maybe her blaming him, but maybe kind no, of no, like no, no. I'm not saying that was blaming him. I right. was just saying like the the stare that she gives right. at the end, like yeah, yeah. And, yeah. that like you're saying that she's kind of has. I don't like, think she's blaming him like yeah, yeah. to that degree, but just kind but of still, like, like, yeah. like, you know, like what were you doing all this time? Kind of, kind of look. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah. I mean like that to me was more of like a sympathetic kind of exchange in that, in that area because Maybe. I don't think that the daughter knew. I think she could have known cause I mean, beforehand, uh, um, Kudo was like questioning, like if his wife knew yeah. and he was speculating that his wife did know that she was, that he was unemployed, you know, I mean, we never got like the answer straight, but, and then he invites uh, Sasaki over to kind of like essentially cover that up yeah. to make it look like he's working. Um, and then when the daughter comes in and she's like, it must be hard for you. I took that as like um, the fact that comparing to her husband, like, cause you know, they're like, Oh, you're, you're working overtime. And the wife is like, you must be working overtime as well. Like, is the company that busy? Yeah. Like, is it really tough? But I don't know. I don't know if, if you would say that mm. just for that, you know? Yeah. But I mean, the, well, because they were saying that her husband, Kuro, isn't like, is being like distant in that family yeah. household as well. Like, she's like, he doesn't talk to me about work yeah. um, when to I'm around wife. to yeah. the wife, but especially not the daughter either. But I don't know why, why the daughter would say that. Then, you know what I mean? Well, I feel like the, do- <laughs> well, like the it, daughter it, would say that because like she recognizes that like her, her dad is being distant or like is like maybe work is taking a toll on him. Maybe. And that, you know, she can assume the same for Sasaki as well. But again, like that, and then there's just so many ways you can kind of right, interpret right, right. that. Right, I, I think that's you know a good way of right leaving it. It's a interesting matter. Yeah. <laughs> but that guy, man, oh. Kuro, he's like the professional like con of being unemployed. Yeah. He's like, you get to, we get introduced to him, and he's like, I have my phone to ring five times a day to fake out calls like yeah. i'm actually talking to somebody at work he knows all the hot spots around town to just sit and do nothing you know yeah. and <laughs> and then he's like um they're sitting he's like petting that dog it's like oh did you get unemployment insurance and he's like i'm filing for it and he says oh just turning everything on time or they'll defer you he's like you gotta set up another bank account and then put this so that way no transactions stand out like he's got everything down to it yeah. to a t just like little things like that kind of accumulate. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sad to see because it's just like he also has this facade, right? Yeah. Of like I'm I'm a he kind of acts like he's fine, like everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Like I I got this down, like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. But at the end, like, you know, he kills himself and his wife. So. It's he's they're on the same boat, but uh Kudo's been on that section longer yeah. than Sasaki, you know, and it's kind of a foreshadow maybe of what Sasaki would become if he More like stayed a foil, there. Right, right, right. Of what he could be. Right. If he goes down the same path. Mm. And so once he uh, 
commits civil suicide with his wife that in itself it's kind of a realization like oh i can't keep doing this you know mm-hmm. and that's why he takes the job to be mm-hmm. a janitor even though prior to he refused like any low-grade job below yeah. than what he was so poor guy <laughs> And his first, his first assignment is cleaning up that toilet. It's just like, mm, yeah. destroy? How do you even <laughs> get to that state? Like, what do you have to do? To like splatter all over the walls, all over like... Do not eat at that food court. That's so weird. I'm always confused when things like that happen. Like in real life. Yeah. I'm like, what happened here? So, Who, what monster? It wasn't even human. Uh, yeah. It happens. It wasn't even like a Japanese toilet. Like it wasn't even like an East. Nope. Yep. It wasn't nope. like a regular <laughs> Western style toilet. Dun, dun, dun. Um... I guess what, what do you think of like Koji's kind of, or Kenji, Kenji's kind of like story? At first, when he's like, he's like peeking out at the, uh, the piano teacher, mm. I'm like, oh, he has the hots for the teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, he just wants to take class for yeah. her. I would have probably preferred that arc than maybe the piano arc. Really? Because like... He he does piano and he's like this prodigy, you know, and then it's kind of the typical, oh, I'm good at it, but my parents kind of hate me thing. And so I give it up. And then he just flats out, gives it up, which is which kind of surprised me a bit. And well, then, I mean, he didn't really. Well, he uh, was forced to give it up. Yeah, he was but forced he, to give it up. But he still gave it up. Like, I, I still expect him to, like, rebel and, like, Well, he did rebel. It. He was trying to run away. Well, right. But, like, that's what I'm getting to is why did that, then it descended to that. Like, he. He got mixed up with his friend, and then he decided to go full rebel, and then skip town on a bus, and then yeah. actually goes to jail. Yeah, <laughs> and then just like what? What? Who? Exactly sends like, a kid to jail. I don't even understand that part, but yeah, I mean the the movie breaks a lot of reality, like yeah, thing, you know, like obviously it's, it's a very not reality kind of thing. Yeah, um, like it, like that. It takes it a little too far for my taste. Like mm. that was definitely just a little too far. Where it's comical. But, like, yeah, like, that whole bit happens. And I'm just like, all right, I think we've gone too far off the edge, you know? I don't know. I would have maybe prefer the... Yeah. A taboo romance. I mean, I, th- I think that line is pretty interesting, though, where um, the wife is like, sometimes I wish, like, right. you know, my life right now was a dream. And if I wake up, I, I'm mom. just a completely different person. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of illustrates kind of that day and just what happened to all those characters where like for for that day they're just some other person and like all the things that that's happening to them is happening to this you know other person Uh, where like you know crazy ass stuff happened and (laughs) and alternate reality bending you know like you know uh sasaki gets hit by a car but come wakes back up and like you know the wife like is like just laying in the water and kind of like you know having going into some delusion she she discovers an alien yeah maybe (laughs) what do you think that was i don't know man (laughs) there's a light in the sky and meanwhile i'm like what abduction (laughs) what light what light she tries to wake up the homeless guy. She's like, leave me alone. Yeah. Another day after, you know, everything kind of is gone, like disappears. Yeah. Like the homeless man is gone. Mm. Um, Kenji, 
you know, is just released and he's just walking back home. Yeah. You know, um, Sadaki just wakes back up and, you know, they all just come back home. Mm. And I think that's just kind of like, yeah, like showing kind of... Everybody's woken up again. Yeah, woken <laughs> up again. Coming back from that, that horrible dream <laughs> or like that nightmare, you know. Sasaki that- has nightmare and... um the wife also has a nightmare. Yeah. You know, in the scenes where like... Sasaki has a nightmare? Yeah, in the, in the beginning. Oh, he's like, oh, yeah. He's like sleeping and then the wife right. is like like calling him. Yeah. But like he's not waking him and she wakes him up. He's like, you had a nightmare. And he's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then the wife also has like that night weird dream yeah. sequence with... Uh, did you think that like actually happened? I thought it did Yo, in the beginning. I, it got then, me so good. <laughs> and then, you know, just... Worst edit, worst edit ever for one. <laughs> like I think that's uh, people do that a lot. Where like you know, it's just kind of like that like uh, jarring thing where they make yeah. it seem like it's it's happening for real, but it's mm. actually not. I mean, real. I get it. It's just the way that it it was done mm. felt a little sloppy, or I don't know. But really, I think that's a personal issue because I definitely I think if there's one thing that I didn't really like was the whole. Uh, Takashi going to the American Army bit, mm. um, and then, that? it was just like so, like just again with like taking like alternate reality kind of thing, like rules bending like too mm. far in a way that it's almost comical. Like that, that's just pretty much my reason. I, I think those kinds of things kind of made me think of this kind of like as a play, right? Know? Like sure, it kind sure. of like. Um, while I was watching it, it kind of made me feel like I was watching a play. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, it kind of feels very scripted and very kind of... Um, or, like, or- orchestrated yeah, in orchestrated a way. Yeah, orchestrated and kind of, like, For sure. you know, people, you know, practice really hard to, like, <laughs> do this kind of thing. Get this right! Get- yeah. yeah. I, I mean, because, like, in a film sense, I mean, there's... there. I think there's just definitely better ways to do that story-wise. Yeah. It's but, not. It's not to say that I didn't like it. Right. Right. But right. I just thought it was an interesting kind of, mm-hmm. and it gave me that kind of feeling. And I mean, like once that she had that dream, I thought it was real because I mean, just like how far fetched everything else happened. I was like, yeah. sure, why not? He's gonna. Yeah. Come the only back. thing that kind of got it got me was like, why did he come back so early? Exactly. You know? but so that's I'm, why I kind of thought, okay, maybe this is just like a dream. Yeah. I mean, like, not real. I I just like was. I bought into it, but I was just like, okay, this is just the craziness yeah. with everything else. And then else also, I was like, if you came back from the army, you wouldn't be that dirty looking. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Why would you not shower before you come back home? Yeah. You know what I mean? This is just kind of stuff like that. There's no way that the Japanese are going to be in the American <laughs> army anyway. Just, no, thank you. Just, Anyways, yeah. But yeah, I don't, that just like kind of setting was a little strange. I mean, but I get like, Takashi's story, you know, mm-hmm. and like his whole his, you know, maybe personal dilemma, you can say, yeah. um, and being like, kind of like, I mean, everybody sticks to sort of their um, family esque trope. Like uh, the movie does a good job of, like, we focus on the husband, the father, uh, Ryuhai, a lot, yeah. but then by like the second half, everybody has their own spotlight, and it's kind mm-hmm. of like split into equal parts. Um, and then we find, and then, you know, it goes to, like, individually, and then once they're home, it's, like, that thread. But they all play to, like, sort of a family trope kind of, like, right, dilemma. Archetypes, you know? yeah. Archetypes. Um, in a really, like, you know, the wife usually has, like, the, the housewife dilemma of, like, oh, my independency, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to kind of relive my youthfulness again kind yeah. of way. And that's pretty much uh, Megumi's uh, dilemma in the movie. Is like, she, and it's funny because 
it's not like she dislikes being a housewife either. Like she yeah. likes being a mother to the kids and likes playing that housewife role. Just like once like the her husband loses a job and everybody else, like the her sons kind of are uh have these dilemmas, then her world starts breaking down as well. Yeah. And she like, you know, loses uh, the individuality like you know she wants to drive but she's not gonna drive she gets well, a she license she never has a chance to drive you know because right. she is a housewife she gets a license but you right. know she can't use it right. which her the son was like oh you have a license he's like why don't you just use your insurance card yeah. and I thought why would you have an insurance <laughs> card if you don't even have a card but then you get your license well, I guess life, life, life insurance? insurance I don't know <laughs> like, so other insurance house insurance medical insurance <laughs> medical insurance <laughs> Whatever. I don't know, whatever. Well, yeah, it was cool to kind of see, like, how the mother was mm. closest, I, I, guess, I think, to the oldest son, you know? Yes, they, yeah. they kind of had a certain kind of, like, Click. ability to communicate <laughs> with each other like normal human beings. Right, right, right. And, like, you know, like, actually, like, yeah. talk about certain things. Because I do like the conversation before he leaves. Yeah, and he's like, like why don't you just divorce him? Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. I also like just kind of, like, the kind of sweetness that she has towards uh, Kenji mm. when she realizes like he stole well he um, paid with the lunch money right. for the piano lessons and she's like oh I would have cool. just paid for you you know like yeah. why, why did you lie about it and stuff like that and just kind of and I, I liked all the little details mm. in the film and it was very meticulous in certain ways where right. like it did a really good job of using certain things as analogies or metaphors yeah. for certain things. Like um, when when um, when uh, Megumi, uh, the wife, she goes into um, she like finally decides to like check in the rooms of of the sons. And, like she goes into the rooms and like on the ground, like there's like these lines, yeah, yellow like lines, chalk. right, of chalk, and like it's kind of showing like that boundary, right, between you know the families and like how mm. every room has a boundary like even in Kenji Kenji's room there's that little like white li- yellow line or whatever mm-hmm. it's kind of showing like the boundaries that each you know character has with each other and like she's finally breaking in by like crossing yeah. that line um there's also like moments where um like they apparently live right next to like a train yeah like railroad and i i love how like that 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 rumbling of the train kind of like foreshadows like uh, um like something you know bad is about to happen or like, or like you know things are about to happen sure. and like every time that that train kind of comes by you know it's kind of foreshadowing like you know there's some you know underlying like issues in this family that you know is about to kind of like erupt mm. and i really liked kind of having that sound of like the ambient sound of, of the train like coming by every you know, right. every so often mm. in the film, you know, little stuff like that. I think really kind of, you know, were really good details. Yeah, I very early watching it, I was also like, because the movie is very ominous in a way, and it's very like even in the beginning where it feels like a family drama, it still has a very kind of I don't know, maybe like an independent kind of feel to it. Like, it, it doesn't feel like a conventional movie in a way. And so I find myself looking at things and, all, like, all, questioning all the small things. Like, yeah. these feel like a metaphor for something deeper. Yeah. For no, Like, just, it could be, like, just a small task or something they do. But just, like, from the overall movie, it's, like, that 
probably has to mean something deeper than what it seems, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I do, I really liked when, um, right after uh, Liu Hai has dinner with uh, Kodu and he comes home late, and then his wife is sitting on the, uh, the couch sleeping, and then he's like, oh, I'm not going to eat, I'm going to go upstairs and take a shower, and she's mm-hmm. like, somebody lift me up. Yeah. He's like, anybody lift me up? And she's just kind of sitting there by herself, you know, alone. Yeah. It's just like something simple like that is a line, but it just really encompasses. Yeah. Just kind of the state that she's in, you know? Right. And right. I, yeah. I really like that scene too. Just kind of showing who she is in such a simple kind of concise way. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just like, you know, it shows that um, she's alone as well. You know, mm. even though they're a family, they're all pretty lonely right. since they, they don't, really connect with each other yeah they don't really share a moment of like mm. i care for you i love you kind yeah. of thing they're always kind of like going like outwards against each other mm. and they're trying to find something outward right, right and you know it's pretty interesting yeah it does like a balance of doing that but then they also still play the those family roles and like those dynamics yeah they try to yeah like um when they're like there's that's probably the only scene they all have dinner together including takashi's there Mm -hmm. and they all have like the dinner at night and then the father is like oh i'm gonna get a beer and then we watch him drink two cups of beer before Mm -hmm. they all eat but nobody eats before he eats and like you know that just plays to kind of the head of the household as a father and kind of that authority-esque-ness yeah but still counterpoint to like you know everything that's going on behind the scenes you know yeah I really like that scene too. Just mm-hmm. how efficiently they kind of showed that like authority, yeah, just yeah. by you know doing that <laughs> little beer scene. It's a, it's a weird thing. What a scumbag, though. Yeah. <laughs> I also, what would you think about like um, the robber and the, all of that? That whole that section. Whole section, starting from 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 when the robber comes Gosh. out of nowhere. Well. Yeah, out of nowhere. But, like, the whole window thing, too. Mm. Like, you know, like everybody keeps going through the back window and locking it. Like, you should really love that window. Well, you said it once in the beginning. Right. But the, they're always going... Like, that window's always highlighted. Mm. Like, it's the first thing we see before the credits roll. Um, gosh. It's random, honestly. Like, just a random guy. Like, I before he took off his mask, I was like, who is it? Like, is it Takashi? <laughs> is it... I wouldn't be surprised. And it's just this random old guy. Yeah. And he's like, you saw my face. Oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Yeah. And then he's, yeah, he's like, get in my car. And it's the car that she wants. And yeah. it's like, of course. <laughs> and that really it, felt like a kind of like a dream sequence for me. Right, right. I was like, is this a dream? <laughs> is, you this, know? is this real? Um, I mean, they kind of played off that they don't because he well, yeah. swats Obviously. his wife before. Yeah. And then, but it really has dreamlike qualities. I feel like, yeah, like especially like when they're in the car and she's like driving. Mm-hmm. But the way that they shot it, it's like just a front view of them, like mm-hmm. the two two shot of them. But then the background is like I think they're using like I was wondering either like a projector or something <laughs> in so the back, <laughs> and and like she's just driving and, yeah. and kind of like. I think the way that they shot it made it kind of feel more dreamlike, and I think it actually kind of worked. Very kind of like sitcom-y. Yeah, it, yeah. it is very sitcom It kind of, you know, like, um, I don't know if you ever watched that 70s show, mm. but the opening sequence where they're all just driving in the car, sure. it's kind of like that, mm. where it just kind of feels like that, but 
because it's such a crazy like situation, right, right. it kind of works out. Yeah, and yeah. I think it was a really good way of shooting that mm. instead of like a real kind of like car scene. Yeah, I mean, once we get there, it's like a descent into like just madness, madness, and yeah. it it really like everything breaks reality. Exactly. And, like nothing follows rules of. Yeah. Tradition. I mean, Kenji gets arrested for crying out loud. Like, he's a literal criminal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, going back to what I thought, I don't know, like, it was just, it was weird. And I think I just got lost in, like, the poeticness of it in a way. Like, I, th- I got that kind of distracted me and took me out a bit. Yeah. Like, once I get to the beach, I think it's, I was entertained. Yeah, the whole beach scene. <laughs> yeah, just once they get to the beach, from that on forward, up until they go back home, just like every dialogue is a piece of like poetic lines that yeah, she says. It like becomes nothing. very like yeah, yeah. What you say, poetic. Uh, and then they're like, because <laughs> they go. Mm. She gets out of the car. Becomes metaphorical and yeah, very... and it's like, oh, is that a is that land? Is that a boat? And he's like, I can't see it. Yeah, I can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> And then we like cut to night, and then and then, and then he's like, "Oh, are you a god?" Or like, yeah. Or I was, I expected that line. I was actually when they were at the boardwalk, I was like, maybe she's gonna be like, "Are you an angel?" Uh, and then it flips to him saying it to her, and I was like, yeah. "I knew this was coming." <laughs> he's like, "Are you a god?" But yeah. I mean, it plays to like the pinnacle of them both, kind of just being delusional. Yeah, but like exported out of like. I don't know, like their characters away. They're just kind of like lost completely, you yeah. know? Like, uh, just, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know who I want to be. Like, I'm kind of sick of exactly. this sort of thing. And they're both like at their, their wits end sort of deal. And then that's just them kind of like lashing out in a way or whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, again, like, I think that may be like the peak play moment, <laughs> as, as you kind of refer. Mm. It, it is, it is, is definitely odd. And then he he doesn't even like he doesn't get a solid ending. It just focuses on her, which makes sense. But oh, the uh, robber. Yeah, the old guy. He's like he yeah. falls asleep and then she's chasing. Well, he's not alien. the main point of the story, right? So I I can understand that. But like his disappearance also kind of makes me feel like oh, mm. it feels very dreamlike. You know, it feels right, very right. like maybe he was never even there, kind of thing. He was an angel. He's been. <gasps> She's she's the one actually that stole the car. And she's just driving around. <laughs> There's no homeless man. She was chasing that weird alien like thing. There's no robber block block pick robber. Well, so like what um Kurosawa was saying is um that scene sort of her moment there um is really like she needed something like his character. She needed something to make her realize um that she desires her like her humanity again um and to kind of like have that epiphany outside of being a housewife and a mother um and that deep down that she's really just a person um outside of playing those kind of like robotic roles you can say and so just that whole bit is that um just to bring her to that realization up until the end uh which is kind of funny because then it's even though that does happen her final decision in the end is just to go back to being that mother, you know? It's like, I don't know, maybe I like... Think, I think it's kind of cool that I think this journey that each of the characters had mm. kind of bring them to a point of humility where they realize that, yeah. that you know, what they had is actually not that bad. 
Mm. You know, I'm like, even even when you know he lost his job, like right. there is a way to kind of start over, or like there is a, a something to appreciate even in the midst of, you know, loss and even in the midst of uncertainty right. and even in the midst of like you know, mm. and like they actually kind of feel like a family at the end, you know. Yeah. Even though, like, I guess <laughs> problems end. still might you know persist. Mm they still find some kind of common ground to kind of stand on and like right. appreciate, which in this case was kind of like the music and, and mm-hmm. kind of that, I guess meta is a metaphor for, you know? Yeah. Just family. like the movie ends on a very hopeful note, you yeah. know, on that, on that thing that, um, they can carry on and it is just, it is hopeful in that sense. Yeah. Like, cause like, like you said, those problems, like those problems don't didn't disappear like they're still there and probably still fresh at that like four months it's not that long long, you know and uh, like even like the sun uh takashi's still out in the middle east and like all those things still have the baggage there but they kind of look to a new light rather than being yeah i think it's cool because it's like their situation hasn't changed all that much right but because their perspective kind of changed, the way that they look at life mm-hmm. changed. Like they're able to appreciate what they have more. Yeah, and I think that's a really cool kind of, you know, I don't know if that was the message, but that's <laughs> kind of what I felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I was watching it. Yeah, because I mean, he's Radio has still working as a janitor. Right, there, he's still you know, working. Yeah, it's not like he <laughs> finally got some kind of like good yeah. job, like crazy good job. He's still working as a janitor, but. The way that he approaches that work is different. You yeah. Know? I got that sense too. Like once he's doing it, it felt like, I don't know, he had pride kind of. Yeah. He's like up actually like working hard to do what, you know. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's really a cool thing to do, you know. Nice. Nice story. Nice yeah. story. Um, I feel like we've tackled most of these questions. Saying that the movie is pretty, uh, very interpretational mm. um, and sort of what those interpretations are. We pretty much tackled that. Um, there's a few, I feel like maybe the movie had a few commentaries on various topics. Yeah. Kind of like, what do you think those topics are? Um, I had a feeling, um, that this movie kind of portrays, um, Japanese families as, mm-hmm. uh, very, um, hidden, like from each yeah. other. And like, like they all have problems, like mm-hmm. very big problems or like it, like none of the characters in this in this story um, are without problems. You know, what I mean? sure. even like the side characters where like the piano teacher, she's going through a divorce. Um, Kenji's friend, he also is a rebel. Like has problems with his, you know, right, right. And like uh, the even like the teacher, um, Kenji's teacher, you know, he has his own issues. <laughs> uh, he's yeah. getting bullied by his uh, class, classroom. <laughs> his class, his um, students. You know, and so like it, it kind of portrays like Japanese life in kind of a very bleak kind of like yeah nothing is good like there's <laughs> problems everywhere kind yeah, of thing bleak but like equal footing kind of kind way. of yeah but uh, yeah so in that sense you know it has that kind of bleakness to it mm-hmm. but the <clears> ending <throat> kind of um, gives it a certain kind of hope right right so I don't know if that was his commentary on. Japanese life or sure. Japanese family life um, but recently I watched like I, I forget where I watched it but um, this uh, Japanese dad he mm. made like a rotating like a sushi bar kind of thing for his son 
Ooh. Yeah, so like he can jealous. And like he <laughs> created like a little like um like a little um bar kind of thing where like yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah, like yeah. serve like uh udong and like ramen and stuff like that, like a little cart kind of thing. Oh, that's awesome. And the rotating like sushi thing and like he's like serving his, his son and just kinda of seeing that kinda of made me very like wholesome. Aww. Wholesome? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's very it was very wholesome, you know. And so like kinda of seeing that is a very different mood <laughs> from this film, you know, <laughs> and like a well. different kind of uh, family dynamic, you know. And right, I think, right. I think, you know, a lot of I guess Asian families kind of tend to have that stereotype of like the father is very silent and like he just goes to work and is a breadwinner and like you know comes back home and his only job is to like make money for the family and right. support the family and like protect the family mm. and like and be stern right be stern <laughs> and be the dis- disciplinarian and the mother is just kind of like you know listens to the father and like whatever the father says kind of goes and like the, right. she kind of has to follow it and stuff like that but i think you know it varies you know family, yeah, yeah, family sure. life varies very much so it's funny to like the through line of this movie and where we talk about the time to live and the time to die mm-hmm. that it still maintains the the whole facade thing that we were saying you know yeah. like every character has a life outside of home um and then but they and they keep they keep them separate like very strictly as well um and it's just a two-faced thing of one life is outside of home and then there's yeah. someone else living inside of home yeah and that when they kind of get mixed together things fall apart and there's no never a, a an element of like cooperation in the family you know what i mean like mm. it's always like like even like i guess for an example like um takashi right yep. when he comes home and when he like gives the papers it's not like oh can you please sign this for me it's like hey. sign this for me because i'm going to go to the army you know right, I mean? right. and so like it's always like a kind of like a command mm. uh, kind of like a a, a proclamation right, that right. i'm doing this <laughs> And like no one knows what you were thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. like all of a sudden, like this has happened. Like even Kenji, he's like, "I'm gonna play piano." Yeah. Like, no one, you know, there's no discussion. There's no conversation. <laughs> there's no like. I mean, he's like he's like standing up for himself once like he gets caught right, the, doing right. it, and he's fighting the dad. You know, yeah. he's like he's like sticking his foot on the ground yeah. and calling his dad out. Even on Sasaki everything. too. He, he, he yeah. Well, obviously, he didn't even tell his family about you know, yeah. losing his job and stuff like that so it's funny like the sea as has as far as Ryuhai is all about maintaining the fatherly authority and then is like butchering down like i'm the dad you know you do what i say mm-hmm. nobody in the family respects that like right. at all you know because there's a deterioration of communication in the family exactly, so like yeah. there's no sense of like respect or like what are you doing <laughs> what am i doing you know there's yeah, no yeah. communication there's no like you know Everybody's sharing just, of ideas just like go off on a way yeah. they just come back home all of a sudden no one knows what they did yeah, they just yeah. eat they don't even like ask like what what did you do today why yeah. is the house like all destroyed you yeah, know yeah. they're just like oh okay i guess this is how it is you know you have exams coming up what? <laughs> it's like the only right, right. insightful um oh it's like what just family related commentary we kind of saw mm. pretty much tackled that all the way. Yeah. i mean it's a very it's definitely 100 percent family drama mm. i would say maybe this one more so than it's very focused honed in in the family i think yeah. and i think it really does a good job of like drawing all these threads together mm. into some 
because I mean, you know, the family isn't just one person. It's a, it's a group of people. Right. Uh, whereas we just kind of focused on one character in a time to uh, live in a time to die. Yeah. I, it was more subtle. I think it's like the character and the family surrounding it yeah, for a yeah. time to live and time to die. For this one, it's more like individual threads kind of coming together and com- going back out and coming together. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much it. I mean, kind of drawing comparisons or differences between this and the last movie we saw, but yeah. we just answered that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, like this film? Did you enjoy the film? I did. I did. Um, like I said, it, it definitely just caught me by surprise and what the film actually was. Yeah. I didn't really expect it to be this, I don't know, metaphorical and outside of a traditional narrative yeah. and compared to what it was. But uh, I think all things considered, it works. I mean, diving into nitpicks, just maybe I felt the balance of like misreality goes a little comical and mm-hmm. too far. Uh, but that's just the me thing, but only because like it, it just like, like, again, I was kind of unexpected and then it set an expectation to be very grounded would you just to be sort of experimental by the end? Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind it. I, I, I actually enjoyed it yeah. just cause it was entertaining. Yeah, like, exactly. It is entertaining. It, it kind of, um, like I said in the very beginning, like you don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Like I did not expect that to happen right, <laughs> right, right like right. i didn't expect the robber to come out of nowhere and like all those different things like kind of culminating together mm. which i think is good for a film where like well where it keeps the audience guessing and it keeps the audience kind of on their toes mm-hmm. which is a good thing i feel like so yeah i mean like i post watching it, it like it is a good movie and the pacing is just interesting too though like yeah. once like just talking about it now and and post watching it it's like such a weird like just a structure and just looking outside of it like getting from point a to point c like (laughs) it's like how did that happen it just has such a subtle and gradual uh movement movement yeah yeah. that it it does catch you by surprise but it all like welds together nicely Mm. that nothing really stands out kind of as an outlier yeah um, but it does, it does. And like, even to the ending, like it just kind of reels you back in, um, in such a calming and like different way compared to like what you just watched, you know, yeah. again, it's, it's very calming and it's very like a breather kind of moment. You know, I feel like Japanese films have that kind of quality to them where it's very subtle or like a very yes. calm feeling mm-hmm. in, in the majority of their films or even like in, in the fable, mm-hmm. like a lot of it feels very like calm, kind mm-hmm. of like. Kind of, kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, like restrained in it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like I mean, funny. And, like the Japanese sort of nuance is right. kind of has a reservation, right. you know. And you can you see that in maybe a lot like of the yeah, films. if and, not and, all. Yeah, and so like it's cool to be able to glean like information from that, right? Yeah, and f- like if you kind of pay attention a little bit more, you can find little subtle like moments or like mm. things that really talk to or tell about the character like like you mentioned about um the wife and the pull me up like like those kind of moments so subtle and so like it's not a crazy big thing you know like like when you know sasaki has a nightmare like you know Mm. like or even just like um when um kenji just staring at the piano teacher (laughs) or or when um the 
the parents are at the audition and they're just looking at him. Yeah. And like, they're just, it's just like a good, like 15 seconds of ju- just holding frame on just them two. Right. And like, they almost have like tears in their eyes and you're just kind of like looking at them. Mm-hmm. I think those moments are very powerful and like it, right. it, it, it's very subtle. It's very calm, but it, it has a certain meaning to it. Like it, yeah. it invokes like mm-hmm. meaning. Yeah. It's like, there's so much it's so simple and subtle but there's so much depth to it yeah and i think what kind of has it going for is that the ominous the ominousity about it you know because you can't you can't ever really pinpoint the the intent of that shot or of that action or reaction of what they're doing it makes you guess right exactly think about okay what does that mean you know (laughs) so there's just so many so many things to kind of dig through in that moment yeah like i think those are like the beauty of like cinema and what like cinema can do what like movies can do right. you know because everything else is you know if it's interpreted for you it's not as fun as when you're interpreting yourself yeah and like the way that we can talk about these things it's more fun right when <laughs> when when it's not right. told like explicitly just this is this you know what I mean? <laughs> but like oh it could be this or it could be that even like like the moment when um you know Sasaki goes to his friend's house to eat. Right, and then, like, right. we talked about the daughter and, like, what could what that, that mean, you know? What like, is that? All of those things, like, make it so much more interesting and, like, engaging, right. like, to talk about even, even. So I think in that sense, this movie did a really good job. And also, you know, relating to the movie that we watched before, I feel, I feel like the movie that we watched before does that too. Yeah. And so I think that's why it made it such an engaging film as well. Mm-hmm. Like when you look back at it, when you talk about it and stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah, it's um, leave me questioning. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, There's nothing questioning. like crazy flashy that they did, right? Even exactly. in this film or the film that we watched before. Right. Definitely nothing crazy, no crazy camera work, like <laughs> no like, you know, fish no, eye. Like, it's no good, bad, and the weird. Nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing crazy that they really did. But it, it, they're able to, you know, engage the audience by making us think and making us wonder about yeah. the story and, and the characters and their mindset and, like, what that means and, like, the greater, mm. you know, meaning of that. Yeah. I think that's something that we will see a lot of in the series, particularly, because yeah. that's just kind of what uh, family dramas are. Yeah, I think that's the fun of, like, watching family dramas. Right. Really. It's just so layered. Yeah. Yeah, there's just... So many things you can't talk about and you can't kind of critique yeah. or just dive in and analyze. Like I said, like kind of we said in the very beginning, it's families are messy, you know. Family's yeah. like a, a gray area. There's no black or white when it comes to a family topic. Yeah. So there's just there's so many different dimensions to, to what a family is and who it is and all these different things. So it's a discussion worthy topic. Yeah. <laughs> um so, yeah. You enjoyed this one? It's a good it's a, it's a good enjoy. It's a good recommend or not? Um, it is a good recommend, but maybe it is more of a film buff. I mean, it is 100% a film buff recommendation. Mm. To an everyday person, though, maybe not, mm. I would say. Um, like, I think it is just too slow-paced for just anybody, though. It does take a while to kind yeah. of... And even like we said, Rev it's so, <laughs> and when it is revved, it's still elusive in a way. It's still slow. It, it, it like it takes its time showing those things. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's. It's a very calm descent. Yeah, into chaos. yeah. 
<laughs> like even the chaos isn't flashy. It's so not it's, crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's not like you know. That's why I'm saying like if it took a little bit more, like it pushed itself, right. it would go into backside territory. That's why it's like Quentin Tarantino like <laughs> level though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you there, there, I'm saying there is the ingredients <laughs> sure, sure. for something like that to happen. I feel like in this film, mm. if they went that route, but. Clearly they didn't, and I think this is a great film of it in and, in and it of itself. Great. Yeah, like apparently, like Kurosawa, this movie was I think is a very big trend, like very big change for him because prior to this movie, he is a prominent horror director, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, most of his filmography, what people know him from, are from like in the quote unquote horror uh, genre, yeah. and like talk about like paranormal and kind of that area. So just like. And, like, from, like, the interviews and Q&As that I've seen from him, people are very much, like, is this sort of, like, a place that you kind of want to transition into more of, like, a genre? Like, oh, it's so interesting to see that you can kind of, you know, do this movie and then sort of it, it's opposite from, but you can kind of still see, like, his his taste and sort of his directorness, like, into that. Um, and it's very interesting to see, like, this movie coming out of maybe someone who's prominent in horror, mm. to say. Um yeah, there are certain moments of tension. I feel like where like yeah, you yeah. kind of have a certain, especially like keeping secrets and being there. They're having secrets mm-hmm. lend itself to being in an element of like suspense, right? Right, and like you know how far you can push um, until until that you know that that balloon will pop. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's a it's kind of like a funny because like it's it's a masterful thing to do, but can be kind of a tricky thing to do as well right but done right it's a it's a great result yeah i mean any closing thoughts or uh overall i really enjoyed the film watching it um who'd you recommend it to um if you want to watch your <laughs> why are you laughing man it's just like anybody out there who's yeah interested? i mean i recommend it to anyone honestly i think mm. give it a try and if you don't yeah. like it, then maybe, you know, that's too bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's too bad for you, man. <laughs> but I, I think it's definitely recommendable. Like, yeah, yeah. I think um, it's worth worth a shot. Well, it's funny, like you said, because Parasite is just such a great feat by itself. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's such a great feat because, like, it's a gateway to these movies, you know? Mm-hmm. It can be a gateway to, like, if you like Parasite, then watch this. Like, what? <laughs> give this and that. Why not? I think my comparison to Parasite made it sound like it's, like, it's like Parasite, but this is nothing like Parasite. Well, no, I know it's nothing like Parasite, yeah. for sure. But I'm saying, like, I think if you had, if you can sit through, like, if you enjoyed Parasite, mm-hmm. you know, there's no reason to diss this movie, right, right? Right, right? I think, yeah, like, you know, the the elements of, like, deterioration of family right. is still here, you know what I mean? It's still in this as well. It's just mm-hmm. a different take on it, I feel like. Right. And a more subtle take on it. And it's a very different movie right, all, all together, you yeah. know? But still, I think it's... Like, it, besides the fact that it has this parallel, it's just, you know... It's, yeah, I think it's a fun movie to watch. Like... If you invest yourself into it and really like watch it, right. you'll kind of you know start wondering about what's going on and like all of these things and like mm. it it you know it makes the audience engaged and I think that makes a good movie, regardless of what genre it might be. <laughs> right. 
what what genre would you categorize this movie as? Family drama, bro. It's very deep. It's, yeah, this movie is just like just family drama. Like I don't think I can like this is like the epitome of family drama. I couldn't even give it any other genre title. Like, Coming no <laughs> coming of what family coming real coming of realization of what a coming. family means <laughs> comedy <laughs> some elements of it were some like comedy elements. bro i was like what is going on yeah. and this is like like that when the thief came i was like what the heck yeah it's just so not normal that it's, it's it is comical yeah. like i said <laughs> yeah, it was a fun movie to watch. I I do recommend it. Mm. Give it a watch. Um, I don't think you'll find it disappointing. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> to each his own. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Uh, what is next? Actually, that's a good question. What is next? Um, oh, it's your pick, obviously. It's probably mine. <laughs> Still, um, Miracle. Uh, oh, Miracle number seven. Yeah, or nine. Number seven. Yeah, number seven. Miracle and Room Number Seven. I think it's Miracle the Room. American title. Uh, South Korean movie Yeah It was like 2012 2010 Something like that Something like that Um, Disclaimer This one is a very different Kind of family drama (laughs) Uh, Is it even a family drama? Yes we can Hmm. We can talk about that When we we, uh, (laughs) This may be This may be the most Distant of I guess Kind of It may be the most Unconventional family drama I guess Yeah 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 Like not the typical um, it's not, thing that you yeah. think about when it when you talk about a family drama, um, you can talk. It's a lot of it is is very. Um, what genre would you put it in? Um, it's like I haven't seen it, but it looks like like a like a comedy there's, drama. There's really. comedy. There's family. There's also like um, finding out the truth of sure. what's happening. So but it's it's I would kind of like a detective kind of sure, sure. element to it too. But I would lump that into drama because it doesn't drama. really fall into like a thriller or right. It's or not like suspense. It's not all the way thriller. Yeah. Um, Nor it, all the way like suspense. More, it is more like a drama, I guess. Mm. And the word drama is so like all encompassing that it's kind of hard to just like say <laughs> drama. Right. Right. But, right. Um, yeah, it is that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but besides but, that, it's but still it is that. that. <laughs> but it still is that. Yeah. And and you know like it's not a typical family. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it should be it should be interesting, and then we can get into my third. Yes. <laughs> and then we'll finally skip over to uh, <laughs> the boring set of films. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think my films are just like Tokyo Sonata. But... <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it, Tokyo Sonata. Yeah. So if there's more of these kinds of films, I would love it. They're definitely not as like crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah more grounded. More a hundred percent. There's one more I, realism. A thousand percent. So, except like I can't I can't uh, vouch for a son though because I haven't seen it. Right, but right. but I assume. <laughs> but I, I assume. Um, so yes. Yeah, so next week will be Miracle in Room Number Seven. Yes. Um, actually, wait before we go to see who where you can find this. Where do you think you can find this? Miracle in Cell Number Seven, not Room Number Seven. In Cell Number Seven. Yeah. Legally, legally, legally. He's <laughs> like, hmm. Prime? No. Um. The third one was like Prime Video. 
No, but that's. I think that's is it? Is it rent? Could be. Well, we have to find out. Dude, it got five stars. Everyone loved this film. Oh, it's only available in Korea, though. Probably. Oh, unavailable okay. in your location. VPN that, bro. <laughs> Some bull to the shite, mate. VPN is your best friend. VPN. Um, is it on Netflix in English? Oh, what? This has to be old, though. Maybe you think so? Do you have no, Netflix? Trying Try it. Maybe it's on Netflix. This film is a tearjerker, so if you like those films. Well, that's a, that's a category, right? That's a genre. What the hell is this? <laughs> what? Oh, wow. It's like a completely what is different. <laughs> what is this? Is it like a, uh, it's a, a remake? Yeah. Interesting. Like, I think a German remake. That has blitz. Or is it King? I don't know who that is. Probably not German. Uh, just kidding. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> not, not the same miracle numbers. Unless you want to watch this one too. <laughs> we will not be talking about that one though. Yeah, the Korean one. The Korean one. Okay, yeah, so if you're on Netflix, it's not Miracle Number 7 on Netflix. It's uh, the Korean one. Uh, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. Uh, so yeah, so that'll be next week. Thank you guys. Yep. Deuces. We'll see you guys around.